Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. A bit of a correction. It is still Tuesday, but it is Tuesday, December 10th, not Tuesday, December 11th. I should look at the calendar when I say these things. I mean, it's true. But you know I'm what I'm going to be means. lost all day now. Because <laughs> you're wondering, around, wondering what, what year is it? it is. Why is it not what Tuesday, December 11th? It's Tuesday, December 10th, which means we are into Advent. Uh, we're, we're what? Nearly, almost halfway. Two more days and we'll be halfway into almost. Advent this year. And... Um, that also means that preparations for, if you are one who sends Christmas cards, um, <laughs> you probably should be making those preparations oh, if you're going to I? send Christmas cards. I, on the, the other time? hand, um, we often send epiphany <laughs> cards. Uh, Last year I was trying to send Easter cards and I still didn't make it. So. Easter cards. Wow. Yeah. That's a nice idea. It just, it never happened. So did you know that uh, the tradition of sending Christmas cards dates back to 1843? Had to do a little homework this morning. I did not. 1843. The predecessor to like the postmaster in the UK, Sir Henry Cole. Whoa! Um, yeah, getting so people someone to just send. like had this had this idea to send Christmas cards. Well, was, now I'm going to grill you on this. It was. The, I think the idea was to encourage people to be able to send personal letters to one another um, using the new postal service. It wasn't huh. necessarily called that, but yeah. How fascinating! Yeah. Now I need to go. So let's that. talk more about Christmas cards with our dear friend Kelly Schumacher of On Use Day Liturgical Arts. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us in thank studio today. Thank you so much for having me. Tell us a story of a Christmas card that you've received or sent that was maybe memorable for you or um, it, it, it had some sort of impact on you. Maybe it was one you sent, maybe it was one you received. Oh my goodness. Well, um, I don't know if I can do a, a single one. Um, <laughs> But um, um, my family, we send out a family letter, mm -hmm. Christmas card every year. And, um, you know, when we were little, my parents did the family photo. And that was always a challenge. <laughs> every family knows this, is trying to get everybody together and looking good or getting along or anything like that. Um and then actually, um, as my, our family has expanded and people have moved away and um, siblings have gotten married, um, it's been changed up um, a little bit to now um, be um, some of my cards. Um, and then, but now it's changing up again as um, family members have gotten married. We're going back to the photo cards again. <laughs> so, um, and then... Typically, every year, someone in our family, um, my mom or my sister, will write the family Christmas letter, which was what my mom was dearly working on last night. So, um, you know, it's always kind of a, we try to put like a Bible verse and or some words from a hymn, and then we um, do little updates on every member of the family and um, and then, you know, just do a closing thing. And we use that as a way to, um, you know, it's a good way to reflect on our year. And it's a good way to just um, talk about Jesus with, you know, our family and friends. And um, you never know what impact that's going to have. So mm -hmm. I would think of, I'm thinking of our family tradition with Christmas <laughs> cards. So. Ours is very similar. I have like distinct memories of my childhood with my my early days in graphic design when I was like, you know, 10. Um, 
<laughs> my mom would handwrite our Christmas letter. And then when we got a computer, when I was a little bit older, I would be the one that would type it all into the computer and then like lay it out and put these fancy graphics on it, you know, back in the nineties. And <laughs> so it was superb. And, but it was, it was always this, this exciting thing to like write about everybody and think about think about what's happened in the years and now that I'm now that I'm married we don't actually write a letter because it, it would every year it would be we rode bikes <laughs> and <laughs> sang in the church choir and sang in church choirs so there you go <laughs> but um i i'm curious what you look for uh, maybe before you started making your own christmas cards cuz these are beautiful um what what do you look for when you if you buy a Christmas card or um, what what stands out to you in cards? Right. Well, um, that's a good question because I mean I remember like just receiving cards and you know and as a little kid you know you'd go to Hobby Lobby or you would go <laughs> to like Walgreens or something and they'd have the card section. I don't know if Walgreens still has the card section, but anyways, <laughs> you know you go there and you're like, and I always um, would pick the most sappy, overly emotional cards that were like, to my one true love, Merry Christmas, blah, 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 blah. And this is me like as a child. And I would be like, oh, mom, we should send this to someone. And she'd be like, um, no, <laughs> this is over the top. Um, and that, that part of me is still, anyone who knows me well, that's that part of me is very alive and well, that's overly <laughs> mushy and sentimental but um you know I like those I like those things um but um you know I think as I got older I started just seeing a lot of different Christmas cards that were religious but a lot of them had like glitter and I know I do I do too (laughs) but uh, but like glitter and you know things that just but it was almost like when I was looking at religious Christmas cards um the stuff just seemed very um decorative and I'm and believe me I love decorative things but I started kind of thinking well okay this is nice but is there depth mm-hmm. to put into it? And even though I think beautiful wreaths and, you know, I love the whole, you know, Charles Dickens and <laughs> Christmas Carol and, um, you know, all the just the trimmings and the pretty trees and things. Um, even though I love pretty things so much, um, I also think that there was an even deeper beauty of the meaning mm-hmm. of what's actually going on. And I've... I found myself kind of hungering for that, which is one of the things that started my own line of Christmas cards, which are beautiful. Thank it, you. They are. I'm mesmerized by them, and now I'm I'm, I'm wanting to to read through all of them. Um, so, how can how can Christmas cards serve in telling the gospel? Right, right. Um, so. A common story that I talk about is when I was in graduate school, I was um, in an environment where very few people were Christians and I was the only Lutheran. (laughs) And um, this, this just really was kind of a shock for me as someone who had grown up in a very insulated Lutheran bubble. Mm -hmm. And I really found myself praying and asking God, okay, how do I talk about this when people are so far 
from you? Like, how do I even open the door? And I started to just make religious art. And um, it started opening up conversation in a very non-invasive way. Mm -hmm. But it was very clear. It wasn't like I had to, like, skirt around theology. I could be as clear as I wanted. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, it made people, it didn't make people, well, it could have made them uncomfortable, but it wasn't preachy. Mm -hmm. But it was truthful. And um, I saw that kind of model work really well as far as sharing Christ clearly with people. And um, what we found is that um, my mom had this idea of, you know, putting out a new Christmas card every single year. And what we realized is that people were giving these cards as a way to um, talk to family members and friends who were not Christians. And the simplicity of just the baby Jesus or, um, I mean, one of the cards even has both the Easter narrative and the Christmas narrative in it. Mm -hmm. um, actually, several of them do. Um, they're just small ways to, you know, get to talk to other people about Jesus. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of it in a nutshell, essentially, is it's just opening that door. And as our world becomes more and more corrupt and less and less caring about the things of God. I think that um, the visuals and even going back to old ways of doing things like for a while, Christmas cards, you know, kind of fell out of fashion, but bringing back those old traditions, I think is what's going to um, kind of get people reacquainted with what we believe mm -hmm. again. Yeah. I think Andy and I both have a favorite card now. <laughs> We've narrowed it down out of the what seven that, that are here. You have seven now in the Christmas yeah, cards? Yeah, seven. I think so. Is this artwork just for the Christmas cards, or are these available as prints, too? Both. Oh. Yes. Sweet. Um, so tell us, uh, because we're on the radio and people can't actually see what we're talking about. <laughs> and we have a minute and a half. And we have a minute and a half. Sorry. Um, briefly, <laughs> no. Um, what, what, what are these images that you have on these cards? Oh, you mean like what are they? What are they of? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. So, um, describe. Okay, okay. <laughs> Paint with words. Paint with words. Paint with words. <laughs> it's nice to be with other creative. Like paint with words. Paint with words, not with okay, glitter. Okay, so as Aww. I paint with words, um, so some of them are black and white. Other ones are color. There's one that has um two stained glass window type shapes, and then it's both the nativity of Jesus and then the crucifixion surrounded by a um, floral border. I did that one in a more medieval style. Mm -hmm. um, that one's featured in the children's book, The Creation, Fall, and the Promise, <sighs> as well as um, there's another one called The Light of Men, which is of baby Jesus with his hands folded, and he has a halo around him. Um, it looks like a candle, and then there's... um little vines or sheaves of wheat all the way around. Um, another one is of baby Jesus inside of a flower surrounded by um, hay that looks like a crown of thorns. And this one's in color and in black and white. And I wanted the idea that it would be Jesus um, heralding in the new creation and that um, Christ is our paradise. Um, another one, this is the new one this year, is um, I called it 
creatively the first Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think I put in like John 316 because I'm going, I'm running out of things to call me. So <laughs> I thought we're going to go very honest here. Find out more at onyoustayarts, com. Kelly Schumacher, thank you so much for You're being welcome. our guest on the Coffee Hour this morning. Here's your million dollar idea. Epiphany cards for those of us who don't get these things done on time. Yeah. See, there'd be no whole epiphany line. It's true. <laughs> Thanks so much for being our guest. Great. Thank you. This is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime anywhere.